here. Welcome to Pierce the Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando, and we're on episode 145 on the live. Yeah. And we have one viewer at the moment. No, no, no. There's more than that. No, I know. It's always delayed. Yeah, we got a, we got a delayed thing there. So anyways, uh, welcome, guys. Super excited to see you guys here. Um, man, lives are always a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's it's. I feel like there's a little bit less polish, even though we never uh, really edit our podcast. Um, I get to add, like, stuff in the beginning that, like, you know, makes it sound a little bit better right off the bat. And, and you know, we're just jumping right in this. And for those of you who don't know, uh, here's kind of how it works. So um, I do a lot of the technical stuff on the podcast. I get a lot of the video stuff set up and the audio and all of that. Uh, Orlando does a lot of the behind-the-scenes research on, like, what we're going to talk about that episode. And so literally we come to the podcast and he's got like a list of the things we're going to talk about. And I never have any idea what we're talking about until we get there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's always a little bit scary, uh, but you know, I think it'll be good. I think Shouldn't we got a good... you just go with it. Like, Hey, you know, this is like, you should act like, he... but you know, but you always are polished. So we're good. Hey, we already got a, what, a super chat Whoa. already. Whoa. Okay. So those of you listening on the podcast, I'm sorry, but we got to bring this up right away. So John Carlson says, love you guys, international first class, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, $9.99. Yeah, I, honestly, I think, uh, I think I'm think i in agree, uh, agreement with John Carlson there. Um, I think that we're leaving too much money on the table. I'm definitely doing it over the next couple of weeks. I'm Have you done over. it yet? No, I haven't done it yet, okay. but here's the thing. like, you, like what, what you've said is you're afraid that like, you know, it's not going to be worth it, but you're still going to be making money on those sales. Like, yeah, it's just it's not. So we'll talk about this later on in our reseller topics. But so right now, GSP is having issues because they're not accepting Canada right now. For whatever reason, there's a glitch. And I called eBay today and I said, hey, you know, wonder what's going on, because I have this buyer that wants to buy stuff. The reason I won't sell it outside of GSP is because it's a collectible item. Right. And it's, you know. But what's the difference between selling a collectible item on international versus just like regular eBay? Because no matter what happens, as long as it gets to Kentucky, it doesn't matter. It could get destroyed. It could. But what if it's if I send international number one, if it doesn't make it, I have a problem. Number two, if it gets destroyed, I'm out that money if I have to do a return. If but, I do GSP, I get all that money. Okay. Okay. But but let's be fair. And here. it's a larger item too. But let's be fair here though. So that being said if you're assuming like it's either going to sell GSP or it doesn't sell at all. So let's say it sells locally. Let's say it sells to somebody in Washington or somebody in New York. Okay. If it gets destroyed or it doesn't make it there, you're still out. Like there's no difference between that and international. Like what's the difference? Because if it gets destroyed on the way to New York, that's a little different because here's the issue. If it's to Canada, that's a lot. That's a lot more money I'm paying in shipping. Okay. They're paying in shipping. Yeah, it's true. But if it's returned and I have free returns, like that's a that's a problem for me because then I have to pay for that return back to me. Right. GSP covers everything for me. On top of that, there's no chance ever of getting negative feedback on global shipping. I've never won. I know we've had anomalies that actually on lives are shared with us that they got a negative feedback. But I have never, ever, 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 ever had any problems with global shipping. So for me, it's it, it, I won't do it any other way. And on top of that. Shipping is only going to charge me to Kentucky, not too far north. You know, I forget where this was in Canada. So I'd rather go global shipping. And it's okay because this buyer is loyal to me and said, hey, I, I, I messaged him and said, I'm so sorry. I, I won't ship first, class, whatever, international, whatever it is, because this is a collectible and GSP is always a way to go for me. And he said, hey, no problem. I'm staying with you. 
let's just wait for this to get cleared out and then i'm gonna buy yeah so if you guys haven't caught on yet um orlando super smart guy almost everything i've learned about reselling has been from orlando uh but he's also very set in his ways and he doesn't change very often and so i appreciate so does uh, that negate my smart ways no 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 no. i mean okay. but, but that doesn't mean you're always right and so um uh, i i appreciate john for being just as uh uh headstrong on trying to convince us because i think you're probably right john but uh, you see what I'm working with here. Convincing Orlando might be a little bit more challenging, but every week, just keep keep on letting us know. I think that's your your willingness to keep going. I think we'll eventually we can whittle away at Orlando, and ten years from now, he might be like, I might try it if we keep being he, persistent. So here's the one one reason I push GSP is that the buyer who's willing to pay the fees on GSP will never. I want to say never. I, I'll, I'll say almost never. Almost never give you problems. It's always the people that lowball you, have an issue with your shipping, da 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 da. The people that just straight up pay stuff and they're willing to pay exorbitant fees, they don't care. They're grateful. So that that to me, every GSP buyer to me is always a win. I've only had one, and even still, I was protected. So, all right, hey, we should say hi to some people in the chat. Um, wait, before we do that, Mountain Mountain Treasure said Orlando is the mom who is scared to put food in the microwave because of the radiation. Wow. Mm-hmm. You got me like on 5G status on that one. Yep. Oh, man. Okay, well, say what you will. I'm a, I'm GSP to the core. So, all right. Hey, let's say what's up to some people in the chat here. I don't know. I'm trying to scroll this. All right. Hey, uh, we had people from the very beginning show up. Hey, what's going on, Gabe, Bottom and Treasure? John, thanks again for the super chat. Dominator, 8U2, what's going on? Chris Gatwood, Ayana Reseller, always loyal. Real one from day one. Blackberry Thistle T also. Mr. Momblog, hey, what's going on? Cyberspace Immortality Evolution. Hey, thank you guys all for showing up. You, was I being too loud? Uh, it, 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 it's volume control, so when you're right up on the mic, you got you to gotta turn it down a little bit. Okay. It's We've been working right? on that. Like on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's always like... Yeah, one, like one fist away. One fist away. Okay. All right. So, hey, let you guys know. So, this is also a Q&A. So, if you ever you know have any questions, we'll just stop what we're doing and answer them in the feed. Uh, and so, don't be afraid to do that. Uh, somebody, oh, good, good question. Blackberry Thistle T asked, isn't GSP going away managed payments? And it is not. It is now under managed payments. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit on the podcast. All right, Mike, so what's going on with you? Um, man, you know Since I mean? Wednesday. Well, since Wednesday. Um, well, uh, the big news, those of you who, who follow us on Instagram now, even though I don't really typically post much on Instagram, I was active the other day. Uh, when was it? Was that Friday? I think it was Friday. When did I do that? The trailer? Yeah. That was Friday. Okay. So, I think. Yeah, it was Friday. Yeah. So uh, my wife was in the middle of making like a, a wonderful steak dinner. We had sweet potatoes, steak dinner. Like it was going to be amazing. It's about ready to come off the trigger, uh, which is like a nice wood burning, pellet burning stove. And and I'm super excited for this. And I just randomly get an email through OfferUp. And you know how like if you're on like OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace, like occasionally they'll like compile a, a list of like here are some items that um, uh, you know you're looking for. You've been looking for Magic the Gathering cards and trailers and whatever. And it's just like just a random to remind you like, hey, be on our site and look for stuff. And I hadn't looked at a trailer in probably like two or three days just because I, I, I felt like I was beating my head up against a wall. Like every time I'd find decent deals, they'd be scammers, right? Yeah. And every time that I... Like all the other ones were way too expensive out of my price range. I'm like, I know I can find one here. And so I decided to look and I found one at a really good price. I messaged the guy and he's like, uh, yeah, you can come. But I got a couple of other people coming tonight, too. And so 
I told my wife, I was like, was he, did he really have other people? I, I have no idea. I mean, it's, it's possible he didn't and he was just negotiating, but, um, but I, I don't want to lose this deal. Right. And so I'm like, uh, I'm in, I'm, I'm like way away. I'm like an hour away from where this guy is almost. And I'm like, man, I got to get there quick, but there's the steak dinner coming off. So I tell my wife and she's like, look, let's just put the food in the fridge. We'll, we'll eat it tomorrow. Let's go get this trailer. And so we went and we picked it up and I got a, a killer trailer. Um, normally the a trailer this size goes for about $2,000. I got it for a thousand dollars. He wanted 1100. He didn't get it. Yeah. And so I'm super excited about this trailer. It's going to be a way that we're going to uh, really be able to up our reselling game, especially like traveling cross country. Um, you know, if we want to do storage units or big bulk buys, uh, I've got some place to put that stuff now. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. Yeah. And, and Mike was kind enough to offer the trailer if I needed to use it. Yeah, which, of course. Which is man. a big deal. So we'll see if he follows through. We're going to hold him accountable on the podcast. Yeah. I'm just messing around. No, I, I, I know he would. Stuff. I know he would. But right after talking to Mark Meyer on our interview, like I am more inclined to have those huge bulk buys. And actually, that's what I've been looking up lately. So that's kind of, you know, what I've been doing recently. So a few things. Did you have more to share, though? I mean, that's good for now. Yeah. <laughs> good for now. So. I've been looking up auctions and I will tell you, I, you know, I, I did a while back. I looked at auctions and I know, okay. A lot of you have comments about pirate ship. So I want to talk about pirate ship in a little bit later, but we will, cause I want to, I want to talk about simple export. I think it's a great program. So I've been looking at auctions and it's interesting cause you can look at government seizure auctions and man, some of the stuff, like there was this sweet pendant that was like diamond crust and it's like good fellas. Like, come on, like, you know, like that got seized, right? Like the stuff you've seen, but you know, it's one of those where, I really think you have to go big on this. Like Mark wasn't joking, right? And Mark actually just had an Instagram story where he bought out like a, a place where you can only visit for a half hour at a time and you just have to buy what you could. Uh, and so I've been looking into that. And uh, there's also here in San Diego, which this is the one, the, the ones that I'm scared of are the whole house buyouts, mm. right? Because I have done like room buyouts. I've done, I've done kind of a semi house buyout, but it was more like come in and, it was like an estate deal, but it was like they wanted me to take a certain amount and they want and they wanted it to be a lot. So they let me go in before everybody and I bought out a bunch of stuff, you know, uh, and there was this one place and it's it's this is where I'm kind of iffy about is I looked through the whole thing. They had like 91 pictures of the house. Half of them were was good stuff like money. Half of it was junk. Right. And it reminded me again of, you know, what Mark was saying, like, you got to know people. And 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 not saying like networking sense like who would be willing to take this, right? Because you can end up with a lot of junk. Now we've joked around with the with the trailer that we may do a storage auction at some point in time, right? Which I think would be a lot of fun. Maybe <laughs> it may be like everybody has success pretty much on storage auctions. I just have a good sense that we're gonna be the one that buys one, and it's just gonna be just bad, just bad. So I, I I've been looking at that. So stay tuned because hopefully maybe in a month, I'd rather go to live though. Like I don't, I, you know, online auctions don't seem as fun. The other thing is, man, sales on eBay have not stopped. Yeah, They haven't stopped on Amazon, but I am shocked at the momentum. It, it just feels like it's getting bigger and bigger on eBay. Yep. Like I literally could be doing eBay 24 hours a day right now. Like I could be listing, listing, selling, packing, listing, listing, selling, packing. I mean, obviously from... What is it? From like 3.30 until now, I haven't... No, I've done eBay. You saw me. I was sending offers, right? But I've just been doing that around the clock. Now, and I'm, it is kind of a little bit surprising, though, that you can be doing this much listing. You didn't have death piles. Like, you had you had 
just entire death rooms, right? Like, there's, how do you have that many items to list? I, I, you know, well, okay. I have been sourcing a ton on eBay. Okay. That's right? fair enough. So there's, there's part of that too, but yeah, there's still stuff that I have chosen not to list because I just, I, I feel like I'd be wasting too much time. So, all right. And the other thing I want to talk about is, man, I've been selling a lot of gated stuff, gated stuff that I had on Amazon, that Amazon dropped a hammer after the fact, like stuff that was in the warehouse I was selling and Amazon was like, nope, you can't sell this. And I kind of just put it up in my attic and it was just sitting in my attic for, I don't know, four or five months. And the other day I decided to go up in my attic and take that stuff down and start listing. And it's all been selling like consistently. So I, I just feel like somebody was looking out for me <laughs> like at some point because I'm getting actually more money on eBay than I would on Amazon. And the velocity is is pretty good. So I don't know. Somebody said <laughs> cyberspace mortality evolution says Orlando's a hoarding computer. Oh, no, sorry. Orlando's a hoarding compulsive shopper. It's but see, here's the thing. I you, if you go into my place, like I don't have reselling stuff everywhere. Just on top of my kitchen cabinets. Yeah. And in the cabinets and no, no, you've got all that stuff cleared out. But I mean, it just I mean, so when you said that you're you're doing a lot of sourcing on eBay, that makes sense. But like I'm looking like I'm getting through my death piles and I had I had quite a few things. But like I'm thinking if I were to be as active listing as you are, it'd have been like two days and I would have had it all. OK, done. when I say listing, I'm talking about like maybe 25 a day. OK, but 25 a day. We're going on what, six weeks of this, yeah. seven weeks of this. Okay, Maybe not 25 a day every day. Okay, how many a week are you doing over the last I don't six know, weeks? I haven't kept track. Yeah, give a, give a rough. Every day? At least 15 every day. Okay. So that's what? Seven times? That's 70, seven, that's 105. Listing the week. That's not a ton. So you had over 600 that's 400, items? That's 420. Uh, I, I did say at one podcast I had like 500 items that I could still list ah, in my death pile. Hey. Yeah, I mean, I think I think going... The nice thing with a, a time like this is I don't think... I mean, it... I could see how you could say like, it's good that you had the death piles because you had something to keep you busy during this time. But if you had this stuff listed seven, eight months ago, then a lot of it could have already sold. You could have gotten more items. Like, so the nice thing is coming out of this, I I, I think, especially because I'm going to try and get through all of my death piles too. I've been a lot slower at it is if we can come out of this, this shelter at place time with no death piles and then kind of switch to a model where it's like, I get stuff, even if it's a lot of stuff, I, I source a hundred items in a week. I'm going to get them all listed before I'm sourcing a ton more. Because if you start building death piles, it's it's literally capital that's, it's it's like lazy money. It's not making you any money. You no, know? I, I agree. I, I, well, okay. There's two things here. There's one where I know other people that they list everything and they sell everything all at the same time. Right. But I feel with that model, like I would never be able to stop. I would never stop working. Right. I'd always be out there. Like I feel with this model, like I'll be real with you guys. And I've shared this many times. I make enough to, in, to pay my bills, enjoy life a little bit. And that's it. Like I'm not looking now. I am getting a little bit of that passion to scale and like, you know, do bigger things now because I think the opportunity is about to strike here pretty soon. But I, that, that just never was my thing. Right. And so that's why I'm like, yeah, you know, I can make a few hundred there, but eh, do I really want to put in the work? Nah, I'd rather go, you know, to the baseball game or something. Right. And I know that sounds just, I've said this before in many podcasts, I'm kind of like retired mm -hmm. in a weird way at the age of 40. It's just weird. But anyways, all right. So let's take a look. Uh, <laughs> we had a lot of people flip for more saying, what's up PHP? A national flipper said I had some, oh, I just lost some. 
I had some video game death pals. Uh, thank the Lord that worked out. Yes. Uh, McDonald's millionaire. Hey, what's going on? Said they had 300 items. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are saying, hey, I have this. Orlando, how are you coming along with following Mark Meyer's strategy with auction of the sale sales? I'm curious to do some of that, but it sounds intimidating. Yeah, so I just shared a little bit. Opportunities are there. We're in a rough spot in California because we're still in, you know, stay at home or shelter in place. And so people are being super careful to navigate. I went on auction zip and there wasn't too much action yet. Uh, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm waiting out. But again, Mark Meyer's initial advice was to just observe. So right now, <laughs> I guess I'm doing some observing online. Then I'm going a, I'm to a, do some observing live. And then eventually I'm going to, you know, start trying to do those big buyouts. So we'll see. Do you have a place that you're going to offload stuff? Uh, like people like think yeah, like, like what's your I mean, okay, strategy so, wise, like you got to think too. Great question. You've got to have a plate like a storage unit. You're going to take stuff. You're probably going to get some big items. You're not already necessarily wanting um, networks to get rid of things. I mean, that's all stuff you're going to have to have. So the sto- I already have the storage unit in play, and I am making that inventory light. Like I am, I'm selling stuff out of there. Um, as far as you know, that, that's, that's the problem. That's the one thing. That's why I didn't jump into buying out that house because half of it was like furniture and it wasn't like mid-century furniture. It was just like junk. Right. And so that is, and again, you know, we always say this on the podcast, we're documenting, we're not gurus. We don't have all the answers. And so, you know, we just follow along on our journey, but, uh, I get what you're saying, Gabe, I'm kind of in the same place. So that's kind of where I'm at. So, all right, random, any, any random stories here, Mike, before we get to some, uh, listener questions. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not so much random as just like a, a cautionary tale. So, uh, we talked a little <laughs> bit, a few, a few like a story, uh, I talked a little bit a few episodes ago about, um, just being careful about scammers. There's been a lot of scammers right oh, now online all over the place. Um, now. And one of the things that I've noticed when I was looking for a trailer, um, there was a, a pretty consistent scam that I was, I was noticing where there'd be a trailer, uh, about $500 or so less than the going rate of similar trailers. And so it's like, okay, like this might be a good deal. The pictures look legit. Listing looks okay. Message the person. takes a little while to get the message back. It's always an email, um, never text message. Um, and then you get this sap story about this trailer um, belonged to my husband who recently passed away. It's currently in another state because a, a person paid for the wow. shipping on it and then <clears> didn't uh, finish up with their whatever. So the shipping's already paid. Uh, I'm going to sell it through eBay Motors. Um, all I need is your address and blah, blah. And, and so there's this whole thing, right? And it's this long deal. And so I knew the first time I got one, like, okay, this is a scam. Not falling for it. I just ignored it. So a few weeks later, I, I go on and I find another trailer that's... Um, got a pretty decent ad. And so I send a message and I'm like, I'm literally like so excited. I'm like, if I get this deal, like this is such a good deal. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And as I'm waiting, um, my, my brother-in-law lives like three or four hours North of here. And there's sometimes like good deals up there. So I'm checking Craigslist in that area. Right. So instead of Craigslist, San Diego, I'm checking Craigslist like inland empire area. And I see the exact same ad for the exact same trailer, but in a different location. Really? Right? Same email address and, and and like where it's marked on the map. I'm like, oh, this is totally a scam. So anyways, I get an email back from the person. And the funny thing <clears> was <throat> the email that I get was pretty much the same story about my husband. It was his trailer for his motorcycle. It brings back too many bad memories. I just want to get rid of it. It was like a very similar story, except for- How do these humans live? Except for instead of it being a trailer, everything, even though the person attached pictures of trailers, the trailer- 
everything in the the writing said a Honda CRB, right? So like they even wrote the wrong item in their message. So like it's just crazy to me that there's there's so many people out there who are doing these types of scams, which I mean there's scams out there. Uh, and it's just, you know, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with, you know, what you're what you're you're trying to buy uh, and just be cautious because there's those people out there and, and they make us all look bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at this. Flip, flip for, for more. more. $20 super chat. Thanks so much. Thank and you so much. That's awesome. We appreciate Ed, Ed, you've had some awesome hustle of the week. So thank you. Appreciate that. that that's yeah. our hustle of the week right now. Appreciate you dropping that love. Thanks so much, man. Thank you. That means a lot. So yeah. All right, no, he, okay, but here, here's the here's the scams. the The scams are not only there, but I really feel, and you know, we've talked about this before. You know that we're never gonna sell a course, and we're never gonna, you know, have you guys sign up to a Patreon. And again, we don't think there's anything wrong with that. But there are some shady people out there, right? Where this is kind of like the path it goes. It's they become resellers, or they sell on Amazon, eBay, then they start a YouTube. Now they're starting podcasts, whatever you want to call it. They start a social media and then they start showing what they do and then then becomes a reveal, right? The next step is, hey, you know, you can sign up for my course. And not saying and, and not saying that is a negative path. There's a lot of people that do that path, right? You sign up for my course and then you can do this for free. And then after you get the free, then it's like, hey, you want to learn more? Drop another, you know, another thousand, two thousand, five thousand, and then it just builds. I am seeing a lot of that. Like a lot more. So you know, this is just my warning, you know, uh, just building on what Mike said is that, hey, it's okay to pay. Like, there's a lot of people that pay for certain courses out there that have definitely, you know, made them a lot of money and will continue to make them money. But there's a lot of people out there, especially in the Amazon world. I feel like eBay is kind of a, a hard one to scam. Mm. I mean, you could like, here's the thing. You could learn everything you want to learn about eBay and Amazon online on your own. You could. It would take you hours, though, right? It would take you a lot of time. So you can shortcut some of that by buying a course. But what you got to be careful in is, hey, if they're always pulling that, hey, learn a little more by paying up, paying up, paying up, paying up, that's where you get yourself in trouble. And that's how a lot of these people make money is then it gets to the like, hey, come to a live appearance and then that or, or come to my mastermind and mm -hmm. you can be you can pay a thousand dollars to be part of my mastermind. And that's when it becomes a scenario. And again, we're not calling out anybody or anything. I'm just saying. All of us that are resellers, don't get me wrong. I get tempted sometimes, even though I've been reselling for a while. I'm like, maybe there's more I could do. But then I realize, like, of all times, now now's the time to get the people that need the help to pay because they want that help, which is just, ah, just, it's just as bad as somebody claiming somebody's dying. Yeah. It's just terrible. Sure. So, whoa, we got another super chat McDonald's to millionaire. Oh my god. Thank goodness. you so much. You already bought a shirt too. Like this is a cost of man. Thank you so much. Really, really thank and and by the way, I've seen you hustling. You are making it happen out there. Well, all you guys have done the super chat are making it happen. But yeah. man, this is this is incredible. Yeah. Like super it's super encouraging to us, you know, to um, you know, and, and sometimes too, like even with being real and relevant, like sometimes it's hard to talk about these things because Orlando and I know that like realistically there'd be a lot more money if in in what we're doing if we were to say, like, hey, let's try and like Let's try and sell this dream, right? But like we know that this takes a lot of hard work. And I even think about this with some of the book reviews that we do. Like I love doing these, the level up reviews. I think they're a lot of fun. Sometimes like there's parts that I'm like, ah, I don't know about this book. Uh, but here's the thing, like you've got to be, I, I say the best way to judge whether or not you're improving. Because if you're reading self-improvement books or if you're like watching motivational videos, there's something inside of you. You've got this desire to like to do better, to do more. Um, 
and kind of thinking about that idea of scammers is you don't want to be lying to yourself. Like you can, you can convince yourself that because you're reading these things, because you're watching these things that like you're improving it. So you got to kind of look into yourself and say like, am I better today than I was yesterday? Are these things, the books that I'm reading or the courses that I'm taking, are they actually helping me to improve? Or is this just like, it, like you feel better about yourself because you, you paid for a YouTube video or you watched this, you did as opposed to like, Hey, I'm getting more sales. I'm actually waking up earlier. I'm actually going out sourcing more. And so you don't judge yourself based off of what other people are doing on Instagram. Don't judge yourself based off somebody says like you can make X amount of money. Look at yourself and say, am I, am I seeing incremental improvements slowly, surely every day, every week? Am I getting better? And judge yourself based off of that. And, and don't believe a lot of the things where it's like, Hey, you can be the best and you're going to make it. And if you don't actually see yourself growing, but you're buying into that, like you're, you're kind of being scammed. Now, if it's working for you and you're growing, you know, go for it. And so, you know, all that to say, like scamming comes from a lot of different angles. Right. And so mm-hmm. you kind of got to look and say, where am I? Am I improving? Am I getting better? And, and, you know, take it from there. So yeah. there's some interesting comments in there. John said that John Carlson said he bought a, a course on a storage unit, then saw the same cost 25% cheaper a month later that hurt his feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see that. And that's how it is. It's like, catch this now, right? Time's limited, 24 hours, da, 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 only to a limited view. And then a week later, it's like only to a limited view again, right? It just keeps happening. Trey Gibson, interesting. Uh, you want to throw that up on there? I, I didn't, I, I did not know that. It says those scams are big in the Etsy craft scene. Hmm. That's a new one for me. I did not know that. And again, it's because we're not in the Etsy world. I do know personally a reseller that she does very well on Etsy. I'm going to ask her about that. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Like if you wanted like a specific sign, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this is like the scam where you're going for Like if you want like a certain sign or whatever, people could sell fake stuff or sell the dream that you can make a ton of money on Etsy. Like, I mean, cause again, it's one of those things where artists can make money and it's really easy to kind of push people to say like, Hey, like, you know, you can make tons of money selling your things. Yeah. And it's like, it's, there's a business model and hustling takes more than just having one skill. There's so many skills involved and yeah, you can do it, but it takes a lot of work to, to get to that point. Oh my goodness again. Wow. Oh man. Thank you so much. Anna Putman, thank you so much. First super chat I've ever given anyone before. Thanks for being awesome. You guys. Hey, thank you, Anna. Always supportive too on the YouTube comments and everywhere. So thank you so much. Wow. This is, I don't know. I'm a little overwhelmed. Like we just wanted to come live and say what's up to everyone. You guys are just, ah, thank you so much. Thank you. I have no words. So appreciate it, Anna. So hopefully it will always be real. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. hopefully we'll tell you get rich quick schemes yeah. okay one more i want uh, well, well uh, two more what? here we got this no bickering today you guys last session i watched <laughs> was pretty intense right so amy lee monroe says that uh yeah so we'll, we'll, she's a real one too we'll, day one we'll, we'll heat it up at some point i i have a, a really good feeling uh that orlando and i are gonna bump heads uh because we always do because we're like brothers and that's just yeah, how we are it's all so. good so okay a couple of things here uh i want to address uh put for more if you can go a little bit up said uh I can see paying for a bolo group, maybe more bang for your buck than a course. Although I've never tried either. You know what? I would say, yeah, I, I think that's valid. Uh, we know several people uh, that are in bolo groups and yeah, they make their money pretty quick. You know, the, the thing I've always said, and I shared this on the last podcast, I understand that there's a lot of other people in that bolo group. So they become your competition and on top of that. Not everyone can keep a secret, right? So that bolo becomes everyone's bolo. And I get people that hit me up all the time, like, Hey, Orlando. And they're not trying to be malicious. They're like, Hey, we know you guys always share free content. Here's something I came across. And I know that they're connected to a Bolo group. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so just be aware that does happen sometimes. Now, the other thing I want to share, if you ever want to see the evolution of scammers, 
go on new social media platforms like on TikTok right now. It's day traders. It's day day. It's uh, drop shippers. It's real estate guys. It's every single kind of scam you can think about. So if you ever want to know the evolution of how it goes from like, hey, I'm gonna keep providing free content, and boom, here it is. Pay for this, and I'll give you more than I actually have shared. And then it then then you see the pattern developing. So. That's good. Oh, here's a good question from Gabe here. Okay. So, uh, said, do you guys do 90 day plans or have any long-term strategies, plans for your reselling business? I'll let you start with oh, this man. Orlando and I'll, you go first. I'll jump in. So I, I don't have 90 day. I have kind of a yearly plan. So, and it's not, you know, and, and this is, this is one of the reasons. So we're doing up the level up review, uh, on Sunday. It's by, uh, I always mess up his last name, but Jocko Wilkin, is it? Willink. Will, Will Wait, there you go. That's the name, Jocko, right? And we're doing his his book, the code, the blank, the process, or something like that. And it's where you kind of like you assess yourself. Correct? Am I correct about that, Mike? Yeah, it's called the uh, the code, uh, the valuation, and the policy or the uh, procedures. Okay, so it's gonna be an interesting podcast because I run counter to kind of stuff, right? Because I am a disciplined guy. I know that sounds. I am a disciplined guy. Like I, you know, I have routines in the morning. I have my rituals. I just you know, to me, it's just part of life. Like I don't like labeling it certain things. Cause then I feel like I'm putting myself in a box in a weird way. I know Mike and I, Mike's already, I could see him disagreeing, but, uh, so, but I do have long-term goals. So for, for example, my long-term goals are like, this is a certain item limit I'm going to have by this time. Right. So for me, it's, it's by the summer I plan to have, you know, probably that means by the end of July, I want to have 3000 listings up on eBay. Right. Uh, by January of next year, I want to have my eyes and it all depends on the economy. And, you know, if we go into a recession, if we, you know, housing prices drop, I want to move into a, a larger area that I also have like my own storage instead of having to get a storage unit. Right. So that's kind of how I don't, I, I don't, I don't focus too much on that. I focus on the day to day and then on the week or week to week, because I feel like I get, I personally can dream way too much. I'm a dreamer. So this is why when I was in administration, it was good that I had an assistant because she kept me on task because I would always dream. And so to me, 90 days is too far ahead for me. And so I just like, Hey, this is what I'm doing this week. So this week I'm going to get these listings up this week. I'm hoping my sales reach this point. This week, I need to source this on Tuesday. I need to list this on Wednesday. I need to, and it always, it's fluid. It's not a boom, boom, boom. It's exactly how I'm doing it. But eventually it helps me get to my long-term goals. So I don't know if that answered his question. Yeah. I mean, I think that was good. Um, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the Jocko Willink book. Um, I'm, I'm huge fan. The guy is, is an absolute genius. He's like one of the hardest working people, super genuine. Um, he's, he's been through it. He knows what he's talking about. His podcasts are great because he has some incredible people on and he always like, he, he reads excerpts from books and, and when he reads these excerpts and then kind of like annotates them, you could just tell like, this is a really, really smart guy. He was a Navy SEAL, uh, led combat teams. And then he's also now training business leaders how to lead. Uh, he's got a book called like extreme ownership. Um, another concept, which is like, discipline equals freedom and all of these these different things that he has well this one this book is really good uh because the principle of it is he took like an evaluation system that the navy and the marines had to like determine whether or not like you were a one to a five in certain categories uh and and he kind of explained that like a person came in and said like hey i got like threes on this and i don't understand why and so he literally pulled out the evaluation and said well like here's a five and he started reading like a person who's a five in like a, a certain category is like literally like an elite human being like always successful 
respected by every like like almost impossible to achieve right and he he said after reading that to the person the person was like oh yeah like i'm not a five in in this category this category and the concept of the book is like let's do this in like real life everyday things like physical mental emotional work like let's make categories let's make an evaluation system and say what does a, a five look like what does it look like to be basically an elite human being at the top of your game in something knowing that like what you're, if you're already there well, there's nobody there on everything, right? And that's his whole point. Like, here's a person who's who's already like a, a, a monster in the gym, super intellectual, going to call. Like, he's already the top of so many things, and he'll be the first one to admit that so many days it's like a two or a three, and it's not a five, right? Like, but by having an understanding of what a five looks like gives you like a goal, and the whole concept is is having almost like a code or a path in your life. Like, here's what it means for me to be successful, and kind of write it out and understand it. And one of the reasons I'm excited to do this book is uh, I kind of want to have that for myself, um, to really identify, like, here's what I want. Like, here's, here's the path that I want to be on. And then specifically look at that for reselling. And I think, um, having a long-term short-term and midterm goals are really good for that. So like long-term next, maybe five to 10 years, here's kind of where I see myself. And that's going to be a fluid goal. It's going to change as, as things go, but it gives you something to aim at midterm. Here's where I want to be in the next maybe year or six months, 90 days, something like that. And then short term, what do I need to do this week? Uh, and so I do think having 90 day goals is good. I definitely do, uh, especially as we're coming into summer, I'm trying to think like, okay, what is reasonably accomplishable in this, this summer? And that gives me something to work at because I, I firmly believe if you don't have a target, if you don't have like, here's where I want to be, whether it's number of listings, hours spent sourcing, a new skill you want to learn, if you don't have that goal, you'll never reach it. Like it's impossible. Like if you don't say like, I want to learn to play the guitar in 90 days, uh, chances of you just learning to play it are, are zero. Uh, but if you're like, Hey, here's my goal. And then you're like, well, I'm going to pick it up for five, 10 minutes a day for the next 90 days. Chances of, of learning it in 90 days goes up because you actually have something you're aiming at. And so, um, I, I believe it's a good idea to have that 90 day goal. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really super excited about so you, the, uh, so you're we wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. So Orlando and I are always looking out for tools and programs that can be used in our own reselling to help improve our sales uh, and things that we can share with the community in order to help others. Uh, and we've been lucky enough to partner with two companies here at the same time uh, that we think do just that. So it's kind of interesting because both of these companies are competition. So, uh, you know, but this is a good thing that we're advertising both, I feel, because we are really, really big on letting you make decisions and not saying like, this is the way you should do things because you know, you know, what's best for your model of selling and what you need to be doing. Uh, so we've been able to partner with list perfectly and Vindu. And both of these are programs that can be used to cross list postings on multiple platforms. This is great because we always talk about the importance of being on multiple platforms and not putting all of your eggs into one basket. But one of the barriers to that is the time issue. And the nice thing with List Perfectly and Vindu is it allows you to make one listing that then gets cross-posted to multiple platforms. So you're not having to post things multiple places and spend that time. And in this case, that time saved is money you're making. So both of these companies have a special offer for our listeners if you were to sign up. Um, you need to sign up using the affiliate links that we have in our descriptions or show descriptions in order to get the uh, promotional codes. Uh, so first of all is List Perfectly. They're giving 30% off your first month, which is amazing. And they've got some incredible things that they, they offer. So uh, for instance, your postings go to eBay, they go to Mercari, Depop, Grail, Etsy, Poshmark. There's just so many. You got to check it out. There's almost too many to list here. Um, and so if you sign up, you get 30% off, but you have to use our, our 
link and then use the code LP30. And then the other one is Vindu. Vindu is very similar. Uh, you're going to get 25% off your first month if you use our affiliate link. You don't have to use a promo code. Just click on the link in the description. Uh, and your your listings are going to go to eBay. They're going to go to Etsy. They're going to go to Poshmark. They're going to go to Mercari. So this is just a great opportunity for you to save some time, get on multiple platforms, and maybe make some more money. You're saying you, we all need taskmasters. You're your own taskmaster. Okay. See, it's going to be a fun episode on Sunday. No, I mean, here's the thing. Like, like, and that's the deal. Like, if you're fine with that, like, if you, you don't have to be, like, the top. But you got to realize, like, it, there is, like, a level where you could say, like, and, and you can make it for yourself. Like, his whole idea is you make your own. Because he also has a book called Way of the Warrior Kid. And it's, like, for kids to write their own kind of code and path in life, like, what they want to achieve. So, for you, like... Just waking up and and having enough time with your family and having enough to pay the bills. Like if that's if that's your five, like if that's where you want to be, then that's fine. Uh, and if you don't end up getting out of bed because you're just like staying in bed, so you don't spend the time with your family, then you know you fell short of your goal, right? That doesn't mean or maybe my goal was staying in bed, and so it's a five. Well, but then you're not reaching. I've just played. I've just played. Amy Lee Monroe, you already called this one out. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Like he. He's against discipline, but you re- you got to recognize that like there's not a single person who who reaches no, the top. No, there's of no anything. way. There's no way I could have the business I have. There's no way we could do the podcast. There's no way. I mean, we're, I'm disciplined on social media. Like we always post. I, there's no way. I agree with that. I just again, I just don't like certain kind of language. That's all. Yeah. He's, all right. He's sensitive. Yeah. I'm, I'm just he he uh he gets triggered. There's a reason I don't ever words. plan on going back to the nine to five unless the pod is really sweet. But outside of that, probably not. So, all right. Hey, very sensitive. uh, No, look, I look, Gabe says, yeah, then you see those one to five evals at my former day job, hundred percent. And that's why taskmasters. Yeah. But if you were to say it for yourself though, like, okay, like maybe you're one to five. And I think that's why I like the book is like, okay, one of them is like intellectually, like, did I learn something today? Like a five would be like, did I learn something today? That's life changing. That's going to make me a better human being. That's going to change the way I think about things. And like a three might be like, I read something challenging today. And a one would be like, I literally didn't do anything today to challenge my brain, right? So like, that doesn't mean you have like a task master. It's just like, am I improving? Am I reaching the goals I want to reach? And if you don't have goals, you can't, you can't do it. All right. Hey, Martha, thank you so much. Thanks for putting up with that. Put it up with me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you guys know sometimes I like giving Mike a hard time on the podcast. Like I, I do believe in some of the stuff. And so that we talk about a lot of the stuff. All right. So Martha Walter says, trying this again, feeling great for all the info you guys share. Hey, thanks so much, Martha. Martha, you, you have given to us a lot. Like yeah. I, I mean, in the past and the encouragements and the comments and consistent, and, uh, consistent. We really so we it. thank you so much, Martha. We really appreciate you. All right, let, let's move on uh, a little bit from this. Uh, you know, I've been getting some random returns lately. That's the other thing. Have you had any random returns? Um, I had a weird thing where an item didn't, uh, it, it, it didn't make it, even though it said that it made it, it didn't, and then it ended up getting returned, and that was really annoying. Um, but it wasn't like returned by the, the customer. It was just like a return to sender, uh, which is weird because it, according to the UPS, they said that it was signed for by the person's name and then they did a return to sender and then they opened up a case saying that they never Ooh. got the item. So I don't know. That one's been really weird. Uh, but as far as that, like I haven't had other like returns. Like it's been pretty good. Is People that case have, still up in the air? Uh, yeah, it's still up in the air. Okay. I'm sure eBay's going to say. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, we have all of the, I mean, we, we emailed them right away and said like, Hey, do you want to re, re uh, a refund? Do you want to wait until it comes back to us and we could resend it to you? Like, how do you want to approach this? We'll be fine, but it, it's definitely annoying. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. I've had the, so I've shared this tip on Instagram before. So colors can cause you a problem on, on eBay, right? Like an INAD item that is described. So I learned a long time ago, I'll always put the color of an item 
and then I'll put and multicolored, right? So I'll put that it's blue and multicolored. I'll put it's teal and multicolored. That way, if anybody ever says this is like, you know, something you get red, right? Or it's like, this isn't red. This is burgundy. Well, if I said that it's multicolored, I'm covered. And eBay has never had an issue. And here's the other side of it. If you give too much right detail, that causes your problem on an INAD. So you always gotta you always gotta play it safe. Because I've had returns, I had somebody the other day return a jacket and just say, uh, yeah, this wasn't black. This was no, this is definitely navy blue. And um no, no, they said no. They said this is the navy blue, this is gray. Part of me is like, Yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing that. Like I I don't, you know, but again. I was covered and I was okay. And I'm going to do returns. Trey Gibson says, yes. On the return seems that new eBay people are treating us like Amazon. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. I, I just think, I just think right now we just got to be patient and sensitive. I know that sounds weird, but empathetic is kind of the word because I think there's a lot of people right now that don't know what to do. Right. So they're buying stuff and then they have remorse and they have regret or, and they're canceling it, which I've had a lot, or they'll send it back. We've seen some of those. And so, you know, Luckily, it's not as bad as it is on Amazon. I've, I've I know from a lot of sellers on Amazon, and I've gotten some of these that like, yeah, you you're price gouging or this is too expensive. I I could just go to Walmart and da da da. And people aren't considering that y- there's a lot there's a cost into selling things for a higher price on Amazon. It's you know driving out there, you're putting yourself at risk. You're finding the item and you're sending it to Amazon. Like there's all, but you know, in the buyer's shoes. Buyers aren't thinking of that. Buyers are like, hey, I could have got this at Walmart for eight bucks and you're charging me 24 bucks, right? So just in this kind of the way it is. Somebody has a question in there. Gabe says, uh, do you use Microsoft Excel to keep track of accounting inventory, et cetera? Um, spreadsheets. I use um, uh, our, our Google Sheets. I'm a huge Google fan. And the reason I like Google, um, I mean, there's tons of reasons, but um, the nice thing with Google free. It's going to work on any platform. So whether I'm on my phone, I'm on a PC, I'm on a Mac. Uh, also, it auto saves. Everything auto saves. It's got pretty much all the same function as Excel. There's no, I can't think of a single formula that I would want to make in Excel, whether it's a lookup table or or some kind of a, you know, some kind of a data formula that I couldn't do on sheets. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I have sheets that I create from a lot of my accounting stuff on top of using things like QuickBooks and things like that. Uh, so... Uh, I would I would say I mean Excel is just as fine if or or it's fine if that's what you like. Um, I think I think the world in general. My prediction is is moving towards Google as going to be the the standard, uh, especially because as a teacher, we're teaching all of our students to use Google Slides, Google Sheets, Google. Google's it's everything. gonna it's gonna replace yeah. uh, Microsoft for sure. Um, and then we have another one. What categories sell best for you guys? What about you, Orlando? Wow, that's a so it it, it flexes it changes. Right. So here's a weird one. You know what my hot category is right now? This is so we're not doing bolos on this episode because we're going to be sharing bolos the whole episode. Sandals. Like I am selling all kinds of sandals right now. Uh, And I think it's just because they can't go into retail stores. Right. And you don't, I mean, no offense to Walmart, but you don't want to get a Walmart sandal. Right. You want your feet to survive. And so. I've been selling a lot of Merrells. I've been selling a lot of other, you know, uh, brands. You can check us, check us out on our IG stories. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think some other, I can't think of some other brands right now. My Fito sandals are selling. Now those are high end sandals, right? High end. I'm selling a lot of Lacoste, uh, retail arbitrage again, that I got gated in, uh, that now is selling. Now I I'm different because I'm, I'm a, a huge clothing seller now. I'm not huge, but a lot of my items are clothing and they're still selling. But what I'm finding out is that right now people aren't looking for like the, 
everyday clothing, they're looking for unique, special items that they can't get at a regular store. Because you can still go, I don't know if you can go to Macy's online, maybe you can, but you can go like Kohl's, you can go like these other stores online. They're looking for items that they can't find there. Stores that you can only get if you, you know, you have a collection at a state sale or at a thrift store or whatever. So that's kind of what categories sell, sell best for me now. It's it's finding those items that are vintage that you just can't get everywhere else. And right now online, that's where it's at. Now, there's a lot of other stuff. There's, you know, and we'll share that in a little bit here. So great question, SWYW Podcast. Another Ooh, super chat. Nick Bushart. So 999. Thank you so much. Said want to continue the trend. Thank you all so much for the content that has helped me start my eBay store. Uh, make sure you stop in Tulsa, Oklahoma on the Resolo road trip. Yeah, man, that would be awesome. I'd love to. I'm not sure. I think we're planning on going uh, Texas from California to Texas, uh, maybe back to Colorado and doing a loop there. So, uh, but man, at some point I want to do, I just want to like, I want to see every state and I want to, I want to shop and maybe that's what I'll do. I'll create a documentary. That's like, what thrift stores are like in every state. And we'll like, I don't know, put together like an infographic or something. That'd be cool. But hey, thank you so much, Nick. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, going to back to like what what categories sell for me, I think um, I would say obviously used shoes has been pretty good for me. Recently, not so much. I would say uh, fitness clothes have been good. I don't have yeah, tons of fitness items, uh, but like whether it's Lululemon or Nike or, you know, those types of things uh, have done really well recently. Um, and then of course, board games, puzzles have been selling like crazy um, and just random like uh, toys or collectibles. Like I, I, I bought a bunch of like spawn, um, like the old DC comic. I think it was DC, like the spawn comics. Um, like action figures and things like that have been selling for really good money. And it's just things that I think that people uh, kind of want and, uh, and they're getting them. So right now everything is selling. Yeah. So if you got it listed, I mean, you know, some stuff is selling faster than others, but everything at the moment is selling. I'm sorry if we didn't get to other questions. There's a lot of questions coming on mm -hmm. here. Hey, big drift. What's going on? No, Alaska. I don't know. She was probably talking to someone, but she did mention uh, pirate ship earlier. So no, no. I mean, uh, I, probably for me saying I want to go to all the states and oh, uh, yeah, no, so, Alaska. Yeah, um, I, I want to go to Alaska. What I want to do, Allison, is I want to find those free boxes of hats. That's what I want to find because you always score huge on those. So, all right, hey, uh, are we ready for our next section of of what is it? I'm just joking. Well, I know what it is. is. It? You, but before we do that, if you have not had a chance, a lot of what we're sharing. Oh, okay. Never mind. Wait, what, what are we? It takes a second. I hit the button and, okay. and oh, okay. you changed it like halfway through as I'm hitting the button. All right. Before so. we do that, if you have not had a chance yet, hey, smash that like button here on the podcast so other people know that we're on and it puts us up on the algorithm. If you're not subscribed to YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if you haven't had a chance to, you know, write a review on the podcast and we brought you value, we always appreciate you taking the chance chance taking the time to do that has some awesome reviews on there and a lot of what we share on here we do share on instagram too and so you could always share a, a share a, man this is very unpolished today you could uh you take a breath slow down okay. it's good you can follow pure so podcast on instagram tiktok and facebook and we are pure so cast on twitter you could always leave us a call at 619-738-1170 that's 619-738-1170 or you can email us at pure so podcast at gmail.com pure so podcast at gmail.com we do have some listener mail that we're probably going to open up and maybe next episode or the episode after. So thank you all that have sent us stuff. Nice. You're and working on your uh, late night DJ voice. There. I like I, that. Well, I, you told me to calm down. So I calmed down. All right. So I think we covered all of our stuff. We just thank you for all of you. Thank you for all the super chats again. Really appreciate that. And uh, 
Yeah, it's time for us to discuss. Yeah, so it's, it's news time. Here we go. Bringing you the freshest news available. It's just in. Breaking right now. Reselling balanced. Yeah. <laughs> Kicking it off to you, Orlando. All right. So eBay and, and can we do, we can't do screen share on this, can we? No, nah, let's not. No, not right let's now. Try. Okay. All right. So we dropped this on Instagram today. You should take a look. So eBay released this what's on demand on eBay, which I think, so we dropped other lists. We actually, our last podcast, we talked about, you know, what is growing, but I think this is like a bolo, bolo of mess of mega bolo list that you should take a look at. It's the bolo of bolo, 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 mega list, bolo, bolo list. It It is because it's right from eBay. And it's funny because the stuff that's on there, like we already knew, but there was like some items that I was kind of like, huh, interesting. Now take a look at this, right? Webcams. Like we, like, I don't know. Did you catch on that webcams are selling? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, how do we source those? Right. But if you could do some kind of online arbitrage somehow, man, they grew by 2000% on eBay. We're not even talking about Amazon. We're talking about eBay, right? Uh, headsets, Wi-Fi adapters, lighting kits. It's interesting. Office furniture. Cause I really think things are going to change. Like I think people are going to be doing more work at home. I was just talking to my buddy who does construction and he's a, a site manager or something. And he's like, I'm way more efficient at home than I am out in the office. So, so just take a look at that. And, and the way to find this info, we'll put the link below. Hopefully we remember. Uh, but uh, eBay seller community forum, they're always dropping seller news, right? This is, you know, this isn't something you have to research so much. You just Google it and it's there. So we already talked about video game consoles. Like that's huge. That's hot. Board games, VR headsets. I haven't sold one. I want to sell one one day. Uh, and it's funny how they listed puzzles up 1,485%. We already knew that, but I didn't know it was that hot. I sold the puzzle the other day too. Nice. Like $3.99. So that shall not be named for 30 bucks plus shipping. Yeah. Puzzles. And those 500 pieces. Good. Like those are easy puzzles. Yeah. But I mean, if you like, if you like the picture, I mean, you go for it. So here's another one that I've seen people are flipping swimming pools. So above ground, like I never even thought of that. Now, obviously it's kind of sketchy if you're selling your own. Yeah. I think here's the thing to realize with this kind of stuff, even too. So again, this is good because it's good. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, you, no. It's all you. No. It's all you. It's not related. It needed to be related. So go ahead, Mike. <laughs> so um, with, with a list like this again, so um, this is, it's good because it's telling you what categories are growing, going up, right? Like swimming pools, above ground swimming pools. This category has had a 595% increase, which again, depending on how much is sold and it's summertime. So there's going to be some, some, you know, variations there. Uh, but the other thing to think though, is how many of these are brand new versus used? Cause there are a lot of sellers on eBay that that's what they do. They sell these items. They already have these items, you know, <clears throat> in their inventory and listed how many of these are going used. So I think the thing is to look through something like this and try and find, okay, which specific categories are seeing increased in the used market, if that's how you're selling, or if they are selling new, do I have the ability to get a hold of, of wholesalers and 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 make these kinds of of sales? Or if you're in an open state, or you know, you can go and retail arbitrage it. And I mean, there's a lot of people that are buying indoor pools right now and they're flipping them like crazy. So we can't, we don't have that luxury. Now we we could go to the big box stores, but Mike and I are, I think we're choosing to stay home for a little bit longer. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. So Hey, skateboarding went up 110%. Oh, do we have a super chat? MK Frog Treasures, Dollar 99 Super Chat. Thank you so much. Thanks for entertainment insight, fellas. Uh, I, you know, you're welcome. I, 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 always, I sometimes wonder, like, is it, is it entertainment? Um, 
you know, but I'm glad I'm glad that what we do uh, does provide some some entertainment and, and insight is more important than the entertainment. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll do whatever it takes. Right. Like, you know, we'll have some fun and, and uh, get a little crazy if we need to. But uh, it, it's always fun. Well, I want to thank you again. And, and actually, MK Frog Treasures like has been following us for a long time. So and he's he's been he's been killing it lately on eBay. So thank thank you again for the super chat. Uh, skateboarding. 110%. It's interesting. I've sold two skateboards in the last. I sold one, uh, which was going to be Hustle of the Week, but it's been superseded by another one. I sold a Dr. Pepper skateboard that I paid $12.94 at the thrift for $150 plus ship. Like, of all times now, right? And I sold another skateboard, and it's interesting. So, yeah, skateboards. Uh, we already talked about bread makers, right? Bread machines. I sold... You know how many times I've seen bread machines at the thrift, and I never picked them up? Never. So... Uh, composters, I don't know, <laughs> fencing, I don't know, that's, I don't know if you, but this is the big one, clippers, we talked about that last time, but this is interesting, styling capes and gowns, hmm, interesting, so hey, you guys should definitely take a look at this list, we've already talked about all the, all the workout stuff, there's a lot of money, I have a tread climber, I don't want to list it, but I, I, I don't know even know how I would ship that. You have like, to go local, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but, I mean, but I need it though. So I'm not selling it. Talk. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a good list. And I think, um, you know, even Gabe here says that's a good point that it's hard once things like this come out, usually it's like, it'd be like I was saying, like a good bolo right now would be Nintendo switches. They're selling for a ton of money, but the reason why they're selling for so much money on eBay is because they're so difficult to get because everybody's buying them and there's such demand for them. Um, the thing to think about though, is like, okay, Hopefully we're never looking at another situation like COVID-19 in our lifetime where there's just this mass panic, chaos, who knows what's going to happen, potential pandemic. Like, hopefully we don't have to deal with this again, but I think it's a good insight of, okay, how do humans behave? And always be thinking about this because when this first happened, um, people started buying toilet paper, right? Then people started buying hand sanitizer. So there were like the obvious things like, okay, people are, or maybe not so obvious things like toilet paper, but like there were things that people went after. Then it was food, right? Certain food items. And there was kind of like a, a a gradual thing. Now, the people who were able to really profit. Now, if you were buying hand sanitizer and flipping those, you ended up getting a really bad name. It didn't look good. It, it, it was just, it was not a great situation. Scarlet letter of H. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a good situation to be in, right? And I, I'll be the first one to say, like, when it first happened, I was like, yeah, why not? If I can get some N95 masks, like, from the store, if there's some, and they're selling for a lot. Not thinking that, like, hey, this was going to get so big that, like, hospitals are going to be in shortages. I don't think anybody was thinking that, no, right? Like, like, remember, we got messages, yeah. and they're like, and we we couldn't do it. And we, we were talking about selling masks, Long time ago, it was yeah. around the time that Kobe Bryant passed away. Yeah. That's how long it's been. Yeah. And so, you know, but here's the thing. If you would have been thinking like, okay, and again, nobody was thinking necessarily like, okay, this quarantine thing. But when, when my school first shut down or when Disneyland, like that was a good symbol, right? Like when Disneyland was like, we're closing our parks, that would have been a good sign of like, okay, people are going to be home for a while. And to start thinking, hey, look at things like this, clippers, right? How many people are like, hey, if businesses are closed, nail polish stuff, hair, like getting clippers, um, things that like people, Nintendo Switch, like the things that like, instead of saying like, oh, I need to get some toilet paper and I can maybe resell and flip, think a little bit outside the box of things like outdoor things. And so you had a, a short window of sourcing mm -hmm. when things weren't all mm -hmm. shut down yet. And 
people weren't thinking yet, like I need to get hair clippers. And so this is, I think it's just a good reminder to always be thinking about human nature because the more you understand why people buy the things they buy when they buy those things, then even if we don't face another COVID-19 situation, if we face any type of, of economic turns or new, something happens in pop culture or something, the more you understand human behavior, the better you're going to be able to capitalize on situations, spot trends faster and, and actually make profit before it makes it on a list on eBay. Interesting. So Big Drift has a comment on there, which I think is very, you want to throw it up there, up there? So it's the very bottom, which I think is it's kind of what we're talking about. She's talking about vegetarian cookbooks will be a bolo very soon. Now, that all depends. Now, if the supply meat supply chain has, you know, again, the media is like any disaster that they can report, they're doing it like worst case scenario. So I don't know. We don't know what the truth is, but let's say it does happen. Maybe a lot of people are going to be looking to cook vegetarian or maybe people are just trying to change their diets because of their immune system or or whatever. I'm a carnivore to the core. And so I've, I'm already stocked up, but I could see that happening. So. Yeah, fishing tackle. Yeah, that's good. I I, meant, I wanted to think about that because I have a um, a float tube listed on OfferUp, and I've been getting a ton of hits on this float tube for fishing. Uh, so yeah, now might even be the time. I I sold a bunch of fishing stuff when I first moved. Now I wish I still had it because I think the market is is definitely up on that. Again, I mean, think about it as okay. So so you you miss that window right of like okay, people are going in quarantine, but now we got to realize things are going to eventually start opening up in different places sooner or later. Like things are starting. So how is that going to change? What types of things? Well. People People have been, what have they been deprived of for so long that they're now going to be able to start doing? And how can you capitalize on that? Okay. Fishing is a good example. If people have not been allowed to go to parks or state parks or lakes because they've been closed and now they can. So before the rush of all of the fishing stuff being sold out, now's the time to go get that type of stuff. So think about, <clears throat> okay, what's coming next? How can I p potentially predict what's going to be valuable? What have people been deprived of? What are they going to want to start doing? And what are the items, the physical things they're going to need in order to do that? Whether it's running shoes or fishing tackle or wherever niche you're able to get into. Uh, but yeah, jump on that as soon as you can. All right. So check out that list. Yeah. Somebody, okay. Before I move on, this is what I was going to talk about real quick. Flip for more says picked up a bidet yesterday to flip and seen it on the eBay list adjusting with the times. Yeah. Bidets, they're still big. Now, maybe that's going to be like a, an American thing now too, right? I mean, it's funny because last time I saw a bidet was, was when I was in Latin America when I was 10 years old down in, in Argentina and Paraguay, Argentina and Paraguay. And, uh, I was like, what is this a second toilet? Like, I didn't know what I was 10 years old. Right. I mean, and there's other places I saw a hole in the floor. So, you know, it varied, but the nice houses had bidets and, uh, I don't know, maybe times are changing. Maybe that will be a bolo for a little bit. And, and I'll give you a good one here too. Um, outside of bidets. No, going along with the idea of bidets. <laughs> oh, really? So, okay. um, I, I, I'm not always a huge fan of, of like the, all the people he has on and like language and certain content that's discussed, but, uh, Joe Rogan is like the interviewer of our time. I think he has more oh, hours 100%. of interview time than like anybody alive. Like he's, um, so anything he's so listened to, he's so popular. So many people listen to his podcast. Um, and over and over and over, I've heard him talk about like having bidets and like how like it's so much more sanitary. And that's, and not even like advertisements, like he's being sponsored. So he's a trendsetter is what you're saying. Absolutely. So like when you listen to things that he's doing, whether it's like, uh, 
chirotherapy or whatever, they like freeze themselves oh, yeah, yeah. or like or the carnivore diet. Or, or yeah, like the, whatever yeah. whatever thing he's interested in, like that's a good opportunity. Like look for those. Look up look for the whether it's Instagram oh, celebrities, look for the people who are pushing certain items and maybe they're not pushing it out of like, uh, like an interest, like I'm going to make a bunch of money on this, but because of, he talks for three to four hours with people and he just talks about his life and he's talking about, yeah, I started using this new knife set at my house and it's really great because of, if you can spot those types of things. So I think, I think bidets are one of those things that are going to become more popular in American culture. And so, yeah, like maybe you find ways to, to capitalize on that. Right. So uh, I don't know whether you start your own company or you, you start buying them. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, the tough thing is, is these are just Go examples. to garage sales. you have any random bidets? Hey, do you got a bidet around here? I'm uh, looking for one. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So, hey, so check out that list. We'll put the link on the bottom. If we don't remember, hit us on the, on the DMs, but it should be pretty easy. All right. So next, uh, so I wanted to talk about Canon out, not working on the GSP. And I wanted to talk about pirate ship import listings. So, just look, you know, I'm just reaching out to people on the on the comments. So my understanding about pirate ship is that you can do simple export, right? And in order to activate it, though, you have to directly chat with them and then they have to set it up for you. So let us know in the comments. But, you know, just something to be aware is that, you know, the, the other reason I don't do outside anything outside of GSP is at the moment right now, like everything is kind of sketch, right? So I'm, I'm thinking about like post office. Like if you look at tracking with the post office, it's, it's not, not the post office fault. I think they're just overwhelmed. I don't know. Maybe it is, but it's horrendous. Like I, I'm buying stuff and it's like due to be delivered at this time. And then it's like, Nope, it's late. And then it's like, don't know where it is. And then randomly it shows up or it shows up two two days later. Uh, and so be aware of that. Uh, John Carlson said the chat bit does it fast. Okay, good. Oh, the chat bots, the chat bot. Okay, good. That's good to know because I was trying to figure how to set that up. All right. So I'm going to make a deal here with John on the podcast with all of you. So I will do pirate ship simple export on this product. If eBay does not have the global shipping issue with Canada resolved by tomorrow, 1159 PM Pacific standard time. So if it doesn't, we'll never know. And if it's not, well, I will. I, either way, I'm going to contact Pirate Ship tomorrow and I'll get it set up. I'll try it. I think that's a good idea. I mean, I've seen a few people already on the, the chat say like they've seen international sales go up by like 20% after going switching. I mean, you, you, it's just like the cost Is it of a cost business. benefit? Yeah. Yeah. So, you, so yeah, you might have occasional like one return out of every 10 or 15, but if you're getting 10 or 15 more sales per month because of it, it's, it's definitely worth the... The, the cost there. Cause it's like, I mean, you could say like, Hey, I only sell like one item every month at a certain price. And it's not, I'm not making a lot of money, but I, the way I do it is hundred percent, hundred percent safe. I'll never have returns. And it's like, yeah. Or I could sell a hundred items a month and have two returns and make way more money, you know? So Huh. No, I, I know. I listen. I, I've we're always, doing it, guys. We're chipping away slowly but surely. You should have seen how long I worked on him with like a Rolo printer. It was like, come on, please just I still, try. I still don't have a but, thermal printer. Uh, just try a thermal printer. I am getting close to getting one because I. I here's the thing. I'm having a lot of sales now, and uh, I actually I put in a big order. I bought like a thousand sheets, a thousand of the uh, sticker whatever label sheets, and I'm like, it's kind of obnoxious, yeah. right? So no, I'm it's nice. There. It's nice when I have like. Let's say 15 sales on on uh, eBay, and I buy all the labels through eBay. I mean, sometimes I do pirate ship, but sometimes it's easy enough just to do eBay. And you just you hit print, and it, 
Within like literally three seconds, you got 15 labels. And you just peel and stick. Didn't the cost time, anything. The time is never ink. a winner for me. I don't care. 15 seconds. All right. Hey, um, Kevin Belsky asks, GSP possible for newer eBay accounts? Yes. Uh, just Google eBay Global Shipping Program and it'll it'll show you how to easily just set that up so anybody can do it. Uh, some people are telling me not to sell out to global ship. It's a lot on global shipping. So Who's saying that? Uh, uh, MK Frog Treasures. So I'm seeing there's a couple other people on there. So we'll see. Hey, maybe I won't need to because things will be resolved by tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, Orlando, get it. You won't regret it. Yeah, I know. I know about the roller thermal printer. Yes. Every man, I, I, you know, I never realized how stubborn I was. So we did this podcast. So, all right. Uh, big drift said less than 10 seconds to get. He was my boss. Expert. Just imagine that. Hey, you know what? I I'm a man of, of conviction. That's what we call that. All right, moving on. Headstrong stubbornness. Headstrong. All right, let's talk about Amazon for a little bit. <clears throat> so I'm going to try to keep it positive on this one because I did have my major rant on Amazon, but it's kind of interesting. So Amazon had their quarterly sales call and <laughs> Bezos basically said, uh, yeah, we're not going to profit off any of the profit. Like we're not going to make any money because they're going to spend all $4.4 billion and what they're going to do is they're going to reinvest it into the company. So Amazon is doing what Amazon is known to do, right? So let me, I'll just read it real quick. So sales spiked in the quarter, rising 26% to 75.5 billion. Operating income fell from 4.4 billion to 4 billion due to additional uh, investments, including higher wages, commodity surge in demand. The company also said it would spend $4 billion in incremental costs related to COVID-19 in the current quarter essentially wiping out all the $4 billion in operating profits it would have spent otherwise. So they're going to try to get $100 million more masks, 1,000 thermal cameras. Oh, wow, they're doing the thermal camera thing, huh? 31,000 thermometers. They're going to actually create their own COVID testing lab. You know, I feel like this whole testing thing, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, I don't know what I want to, Okay. What I want to say is I, I don't understand why it's this whole testing thing is is like something we all have to achieve. You know what I'm saying? Like like, like the Amazon has to spend their three hundred million dollars so they can test their workers. Like this is this is interesting, right? That's a lot of money, right? Something that I th I thought like our healthcare would take care of, but well, anyway, that's just my two two cents. I don't want to go into that discussion. I'm just kind of. Here's the thing: How can celebrities get tested a month from now, and I we still can't get tests? Isn't that but, weird? That's the way society works. You got money and connections. I mean, celebrities yeah, have just, celebrities have personal doctors. Like, I mean, they can get whatever they want. Um, th that's I, I the just, that's the exception. Just, I mean, for a while, I'm just a little art, just a little art. It's been on my mind, and when I read this, I'm like, maybe, maybe. I mean, here's the thing: Amazon's getting a lot of flack. Right, because of everything. But think about what Amazon is doing. Amazon is offering testing to people that couldn't even get it from their own providers. Yeah, I mean it's cost of business. I mean Amazon. Amazon's a smart company. They're, That's what I mean. It's good. Yeah, they're 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 such a smart company as far as um they're willing to 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 take the cost where it comes. Like okay, like we have to, if we're gonna make our own testing center, we're gonna find ways to keep people safe. We're gonna have to pay it out of our own pocket. But it's going to allow us in the long term, one, to have better publicity, which is good for a company. It's, it's, it's good uh, marketing. And two, we're going to have workers in the warehouse, which are going to be getting things out so that way we, would, we don't lose what Amazon is. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a cost, but it's a cost that's going to be worth it for them in the long run. Yeah. So, again, this is encouraging to me. I mean, I've always said that 
I would return to doing retail arbitrage and, and doing a lot more Amazon when things settle. And I'm thinking probably this June, uh, it's going to be time for me to hit that up again. Uh, I'm just hoping that Prime Day will be soon. We just don't know when Prime Day is going to be. So, I think from a publicity standpoint, it won't be it won't be soon. So Martha asked, uh, are they offering it free to their employees, though? So the way it sounds, it, it says, yes, it says creating a lab to build incremental testing capacity so a company can test its own frontline employees. The experiment will cost an estimated 300 million, but the company thinks it's worth trying, even if it doesn't exceed in the relevant time frame. And, I, you know, here's the thing. I just don't see Amazon charging its employees for that. That would just be really bad PR, right? right? And Amazon already has caused enough bad PR to itself. So I just don't see that going that way. So it's really good. Real quick, though, it is just past seven o'clock. My son's going to bed. So good night, Judah. I love you. Daddy loves you. Good night, Judah. Look, I'm on TV, Judah. I love you. Good night. Sleep good. Nice. All right. Hey, so... Anyways, you know, here's the thing. Here's what's encouraging about this. Uh, okay, wait. Before I say that, Martha Walter said, Orlando, I just now chatted with Pirate Ship and asked them to set me up international shipping. It was done in two seconds. Super simple. Okay, well, there you go. So I will set that up and hopefully, uh, you know, global shipping is fixed by tomorrow and I don't have to go down that road, but maybe I will. So they're working on the weekends. Working on the weekends. Uh, <laughs> all these things. Amy Lee Monroe saying, I love the tape sounds. Just because I don't, I, I, I want to, I don't tape my labels on. I stick them on, but yes, I get what you're saying. All right. So about managed payments. A lot of people have questions about, do you know what managed payments is about? Do I know what managed payments is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm asking so we can have a conversation. You're supposed to go, yeah, Orlando, managed payments is eBay's new program. Okay. So eBay is launching managed payments. Well, they already launched it. Now it's going to be required. So we all knew this and we all knew this was happening. There's actually some people that are hoping it just would like go away. Like eBay, like kind of like managed delivery. Do you remember that? Do you remember what that was? Well, I'm, I know. I remember what it was supposed to be, right? Um, which I think it was a pretty good idea. Like they were going to kind of do their own FBA, but for for eBay. Um, and again, I think the number one thing that I thought was the best from that wasn't just the fact that we'd have items in, sitting in a warehouse that would be going out from eBay, but the idea that what they said, imagine all of these boxes sitting on people's porches that say eBay because of how many boxes that go through eBay that have no eBay branding. Why doesn't eBay just give away boxes? The marketing would be insane. If you just had like access, if every Agreed. package that eBay sellers went out, went out with like a huge discount with eBay boxes, the mark, I mean, that's what makes Amazon. You, you see that Amazon everywhere, right? There's, I don't want to say just as many, but there's so many eBay shipments that go out that nobody has any idea that it's eBay. In fact, a lot of times you're, you're, Almost advertising Amazon because it goes in an Amazon box. That is true. That is true. I use a lot of Amazon boxes when I ship out. Now, with managed payments, they've sent out messages. So we haven't enrolled. We held out because of the global shipping program. Yes, Mike does do global shipping. Uh, but now global shipping program is part of, the pro, uh, part of the program. So that's encouraging to me. And what they're saying is you need to register by July 15. And so there's no delays. And so what does that mean? Well, it means now money is going to be going straight to your bank account. So, right, it's going to be off of PayPal. So make sure you do that because you don't want to like, no, you can't tread on me. I'm not going to sign up for managed payments. And then July 15 hits and you can't get paid because you didn't take care of that information. Right. So this is kind of a non-negotiable now. Like we all have to switch over. So I'm going to start working on that. And, you know, what I like, too, is that, you know, it may cause some of you to create a separate bank account. 
for your business. Like PayPal kind of did that for you a little bit, right? Now, now that it's going to all grow directly into your bank account, well, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. So here, here's, here's some interesting things though that I noticed this. So they say there's more way for buyers to pay. So now people can use, you know, uh, they can still use PayPal. They can still use Apple pay, Google pay. Uh, everything is handled in house. Right. And I like that. I hate that when I have an issue, sometimes I have to call eBay and then sometimes I have to call PayPal and then I have to call eBay. Like it's all in house. I like that GSP. This is the one that I'm kind of, kind of interested. So let us know in the comments, those of you that switch to managed payments, what does it look like when you get paid? Because right now I love it. I get, you know, it's what separates eBay from Amazon in some ways is that when I sell something on eBay, boom, instant money in my account. Now, those of you that are new, there is that lag time, right? But over time, once, you know, PayPal, I guess, trust you or whatever, you get instant payouts. Well, it looks like a managed payments. And this is one of the reasons I held out too, was is not going to be doing that yet. So it says payouts, payouts are regularly deposited to your bank account weekly or as soon as funds are available. So, and then it says based on your preference. So does that mean right away? Then it says, regardless of how the buyer pays, payouts are consistently available within two business days of an order confirmation. It's two business days. That means somebody buys something on Friday. It's possible I may not get it till Monday or Tuesday. Like, I, I don't know. Am I, am I reading that wrong? And then pending payouts can also be used to pay for shipping labels. So, so that's good because there was a point in time where you had to pay for your own shipping labels. Uh, in addition to using a PayPal account, you can easily ship to international files with GSP. All right. So let us know in the comments because... I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of that. And this is this is this is my uh so eBay if you're listening, this is what I'd like to see. If we can't get paid right away, I like to see that people that don't pay right away have to pay right away. But isn't that kind of what managed payments does? It's supposed to. That's what Harry Temkin told us, remember? In that like closed door kind of meeting with a lot of YouTubers, they said that once we go to manage pay, that, you know, it doesn't matter if you accept an offer or you send an offer, every single transaction, as soon as it's offered, it's going to automatically take that money out. Kind of like Posh does that, mm-hmm. Mercari does that. But Posh and Mercari both have delayed payment too, right? You don't get your money right away, unlike eBay, where you get your money right away. So I'm, I'm kind of interested what's going on. I haven't seen anybody say anything in the chat, so maybe no one knows, but uh, it'll be interesting. Either way, I brought this up because we all have to do it now. Right. It's not an option. So, hey, make sure you get on there. If you got that message, I'm actually going to do this tonight. Make sure you're all set up. I'm sure it's not that hard uh, to get into managed payments. Oh, actually, no, I'm not going to do this tonight. I'm going to wait till July 14. The reason I'm going to wait is I I want to see if people are getting paid right not, away. Not because he's stubborn. No, not because I'm stubborn. I just like my money right away. And so I, there you go. Sam said, it. I like to see eBay deduct fees right away rather than letting it build up over the month. Yeah, you know that that's another argument. Uh, Chris Daily Refinement, we've been on his pot, on his show, and he's he has been saying that forever. Is that eBay is the hardest place to figure out how much money you actually make? Like you can figure it out, but it's not like Poshmark where it's like this is exactly how much you're going to get paid out. Mercari does the same thing. eBay, it's kind of like you got to go through all this, and then eventually you got to do your own calculation. Like, I, yeah, it'd be nice to see. Uh, Martha says, I read the email, but was happy to see global shipping. Yes, but didn't like that section about holding money a couple of days. Yeah, I don't think that's cool either. Like, I, I really, I really think that should be instant pay. I mean, the nice thing with the 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 holding the money is unlike, I mean, if it fixes the problem that you, we deal with where where buyers kind of treat us like like a 
pay, a layaway, right? Where they, they, they buy it, but then they don't pay four or five, six days and eventually they pay and it's like a whole nightmare. Whereas this, like, at least you know, you've got the money, right? Like, you, you know, for sure the money is there. It's in. So even if you can't access it, um, it, unless you're like literally like turning the money over quickly. And I know there's times where like, okay, you get a big sale, you want the money so you can go get more capital. Uh, but eventually I feel like most, most people will build to a place where it's like weekly anyways, or monthly anyways, where you're kind of paying yourself out or you're replenishing, um, your, your petty cash or whatever that you're using to go buy things or you're buying on a card. Um, you know, if that, if, it, if it's really that much of an issue, you know, use credit card, get the rewards points on it. And then know that that's paid off. So there's ways around kind of manipulating the fact that you're not going to have money for two days, uh, but you know, it's there. It's, it's your money. You literally have it. It's just, you can't access it yet. True, true, true. And Mount and Mount Treasure, uh, treasure uh, brings about a good point. It does eliminate the 2.9% uh, PayPal transaction fee. Yes. That shady fee that PayPal keeps, even if it's canceled or returned hundred percent. So I am glad to be done with PayPal in that aspect. So yeah, great point. Hey, that's worth waiting two or three days. Yeah, I could see that, especially on big transaction. I, I mean, if you could, if you can make two point nine percent in two days, like <laughs> if that was, if that was like an interest rate, you could make. But it's money you should have. It's that money that PayPal stealing. I'm not stealing. You've signed up for the agreement. It is stealing. <laughs> it is stealing. All right. Hey, uh, question. Uh, Teresa Pedraza says, "I hope I said that right." So, will eBay get an extra percent like PayPal does? I, so they have a fee chart. It's based on like what category. So you have to, in the message, it tells you click here and it'll tell you. So it's kind of, it's scattered. It's not like uniformed, I think on, on different categories. So, all right. Any other reseller topics you want to discuss? All right, let us know if you have any more questions. All right. So we're not sharing bolos because the ultimate bolo is in that link below of what eBay says in demand. And we've shared a lot of bolos on here and a lot of bolos have been shared. Yeah, we yeah, I miss that sound though. But uh yes, a lot of eBay bolos have been shared on the chat. So all right. So what are you looking forward to, Mike? Um I'm looking forward to having all of my really cruddy items that I need to list done and listed. They we talked before about like kind of the idea of having like a cluttered mind space um, based off of like a cluttered work environment. And I have a lot of items that um, have just been like a like a, a thorn in my side. So for instance, I have a a big boat. It's like a like a three foot boat by three foot and it's like a display boat thing uh, and it's been sitting in my office forever and I haven't really wanted to put it together and I didn't want to set up a separate backdrop to take pictures because it's so big and I took pictures of that today and I got that listed uh, also I've got Did you like use a remove background no I just used that big black background okay, thing okay. Um, and then I've got um, uh, like chicken egg turner and egg incubator right like th these are like these two big that boxes might be a bolo. that I had to like that I had to like test and does this work and like there's just and they were dirty and there's so, so there's like a lot of big items like that that have just been sitting and and like I stare at them and I'm like that's gonna take me 40 minutes to even figure out how this thing works right like I don't want to do this and I'm almost through all of those so what that means is now as I'm going through inventory reserves as I get new things I don't have that like hanging over my head so I'm looking forward to sleeping better because all of the junk items that are worth money, but they just take so much time and you got to figure it out. Um, Cause some things I'm excited for, like certain electronics, like I get to tinker with it and I enjoy it. Uh, building a boat that, that I had packing peanuts literally all over. Cause like I had to pull them all out and then try and put them back in. So like it was a nightmare, but now that it's done, I'm looking forward to like 
one, not having it over my head, and two, only sourcing items in the future that aren't going to be miserable to list. That's a thing. So yeah. we are thinking on the same on the same level because I'm in the same place right now. So I have a stack of electronics that I just have not wanted to touch. I just there's nothing even like I, I every time I go in my storage unit, I look at them and I'm like, and now they're going to bring me money. That's the thing. Like, I know there's money. So I'm going to have to make the, I think I'm going to have to make the call this week. Like, am I going to list this or am I going to donate this? Or maybe I'm going to make a big, like a, I don't know, <laughs> a big deal, right? Just list it like as a lot and see if, you know, there's any people that want to deal with it. Cause I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm finding one thing I've learned over this whole time is like, I don't want to source stuff. I don't care about anymore. Like it was nice for a moment. Now I will say I have a lot of inventory, right? So in the beginning, I think you got a source was going to make you profit. But once you kind of get your, you know, your niches or niches that you understand. And once you know what you like to, to end up, you know, sourcing and listing, like you're at a place where it's like, okay, I'm not going to deal with the stuff I don't care about anymore. So I don't know. I'm going to, that, that's, that's my goal this week to try to figure out what I'm going to do with that. So yeah, some people are saying set yourself free. Mar- Martha Walter says redonate. Here's the thing. Orlando is fine making a 25 cent profit on an item that's been listed for nine years because he doesn't want to deal true. with it. Um, he's not going to donate anything and set himself free. He's going to, he's going to hold on and wait till he makes the money. I mean, there's a certain point where at least he's making profit, but I agree. Maybe, yeah. maybe some of those things. I, I've got so many things too, that I should probably just donate. Um, uh, and I think that's a good point that you make there. It's like, don't, don't get stuff that's going to, um, that you're never going to list, right? Whether it's VCRs, like when I first started, I loved, I didn't mind doing VCRs. <clears throat> now I don't really like doing them, but there's profit. So unless I'm like in a place where I, I'm literally not finding anything when I'm sourcing and I have to pick up VCRs, you know, I'm probably just not going to deal with it anymore because it's just not worth my time. Uh, so yeah, so I think that's a good place. And and this can be an opportunity for us. Like we can come out of quarantine. Um, if we've got our death piles done, if we're coming out inventory light and capital heavy or capital rich, um, you can be a little bit more picky about how you're going to run your business model. And 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 you kind of get to start with, it's like spring cleaning, right? You just start with a fresh, fresh, clean plate. Literally spring cleaning. And, uh, and, and it'll be good. So, so. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to do some more bigger, bigger bulk buys. I didn't share this earlier, but I've been having a lot of success on eBay where I'll buy two or three items and then people will contact me because they saw that I bought like two or three items from the store. And they're like, Hey, I have more items in my store. If you buy more of these, I'll make a deal with you. And I've had a lot of bulk buys that way. So that's just another way I would say, you know, there's two ways you can either contact the seller directly or you could just buy two or three items from that store. Maybe they'll recognize that you are one buyer buying frequent things and maybe they're willing to make a deal. So I just sold a book for 40 bucks. Woohoo! Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I had sandals. I sold for $35. So there you go. Right. All the randomness that it's selling right now. So, all right. Hey, anyways, uh, wait, okay. This is weird. I need to talk about, this is, so Amazon, I, I have an item that I try to send in for a refund. I haven't sent it in and they just refunded me. What is Amazon doing? But you, you, uh, I have the item still re- refund. I initiated it like two yeah. weeks ago and I didn't send it in yet. Does that mean like in a week and when I send it in, like it'll be good. But if I don't after June 1st, they're going to come after my bank account. I don't know. Very interesting though. So, all right. So anyways, Hey, 
keep thinking of ways, you know, to source, list everything because everything is selling. I mean, obviously, if you do the comps and junk, don't. But hey, get out there. Not, I shouldn't say get out there. If you can. Stay in there and source. There you go. There you go. But if you're able to, you know, you get out there. It all depends on how comfortable you feel, what your laws and da da da, da are happening on where you are. So anyways, hey, appreciate all of you. You guys are amazing. Always makes these lives worth it. Yeah. Right? Every single time. Yeah. Like, always walk away encouraged, even if we never got a super chat, which a super chat is just icing yeah. on the cake. Yeah, thank you. But guys. still love interacting with all of you. So, hey, with always, well, with that being said, always make sure to be real, be relevant, and be reselling. Lee.